Hey, Eric. Yeah, man. You may not know this about me, but I'm actually a pretty uncool guy. No way. And I'm not a very snappy dresser. What? I've seen you wear the same shirt three days in a row. Yeah, it's, it's a problem, but there's a solution to this problem. How do you fix that? You fix that by going to Home Field Apparel. So a few weeks ago, I took my oldest daughter to see the Iowa women Hawkeyes take on the Drake women Bulldogs. And I put on my Beware the Swarm Home Field Apparel t-shirt. And even though usually I'm the worst dressed person, I walked around the rafters there and I looked around and I said, everybody else with their Hawkeye apparel, I was the best dressed one. You strutting like a peacock with your oh, Home Field Apparel shirt? I looked incredible in my Beware the Swarm t-shirt. I will say I also have a home field apparel shirt, and the thing that stands out for me is how comfortable it is. It's soft. The fabric is wonderful. It it feels like unlike any other shirt I have. Yeah, is it? Is that a bot? You know how there's the word mouth feel for like the way a, a food feels. Was bo- it body, body feel? Good body, feel. body feel. Yeah. Very good body feel. Totally agree. Feels very very nice. A lot of very stylish designs, and the awesome thing is. Black Friday promotions going on. Some people complained last time that 15% wasn't enough. Well, guess what? It's up to 20% now with the code Black Friday. Now through November 27th. Is this the biggest discount they've ever had? It is. It's the biggest it ever gets. You got to act now, too, because they don't have unlimited supply. They're not a big box store. This isn't Walmart where they buy 500000 of everything. Limited stocks available, so you better pounce on that stuff you want really quickly. That perfect Christmas gift. Yeah, I was just going to say, holiday season's coming up. What should I do? I think you should buy a, some awesome home field apparel for your daughters or your wife. I think that's the perfect Christmas gift from the perfect husband and father. I'm on it. The governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Ben and Eric gather at their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a hawkeye. Everybody, welcome to the pod of Rosedale, the bronze pig full of hot takes. Eric, I need I need some help with some ma- a math problem. I need my math whiz guy, Eric Lane. Eric the Brain Lane, I need some help. Can you help me out? I uh, no, I don't want to help. I don't. I don't like where this is going. I don't want to participate in this. I don't like your stupid bronze pig. I don't like your hot takes. It's clear like, you I guys don't, don't like it. It's clear I Minnesota want, has no, no interest. I want in nothing f- to do with this. Stupid it's like they're, they're just done. Yes. I think. Our, should we call it off the Wait, Iowa what, Minnesota rivalry? Let me. I'll play. What stupid math do you want me to play? I just don't know. What, I mean, I'm just working with math with my seven year old, and I'm just trying to like figure out. Is 13 a bigger number or is 10 a bigger number? Which one of those is the bigger number? I just, I'm trying to figure out. See, here's the thing. You often give me shit because you're like, why Why would you not care about kickers? Why, why are you so scared of a field goal kick? This game is a perfect example of why. We get constantly screwed by field goal kicks. And you're always asking, why are you such a dejected fan? This game is a perfect example of why Minnesotans are the most tortured sports region in all of the country. This game summarized, it's, it was all in one fr- fucking game. I'll say fucking, because I'm, I'm, I'm to that You can. Point. It's okay for you, buddy. This, is, this was a heartbreaker. The SEC won't, won't bleed me on that one. 
yeah, I mean, this this was everything. It was all right there. It should have won twice. Could have won this game, and twice. At least stupid, stupid fumble, stupid interception, and you know, field goals the difference. Yeah, you're right. Thirteen is more than ten. Iowa won for the eighth fucking time in a row. PJ Fleck cannot beat Kirk Ferentz, despite one of the this is this going to be the worst Big Ten. West or Big Ten Division champion ever. It's it will be without a doubt. This Iowa team is trash. Their Ooh, defense yeah. is their defense isn't even that good. Ooh, ouch! That hurts, Eric. Opportunistic is one thing, absolutely. But I mean, how how many yards rushing did the Gophers have? Three hundred something. Well, I think that has more to do with how good Mo Ibrahim is than anything else. But that's fine. You can you can downplay how awesome Mo Ibrahim is and, and instead turn it on how than elite Iowa's defenses. I don't really care if you want to. If you want to debase Mo Ibrahim that way, that's your choice, Eric. No, I think great. he was incredible. He's he, he. I wish he had that second gear. I think he's still obviously a little gimpy from his injury because well, he just didn't break away. There was a, at least a couple of those runs. There's where, two, yeah. Cooper like, Jean, how, how get caught like in that space? Well, Cooper Jean is an incredible 20, athlete. Yeah, and, he's got a 20 yard head start, and you're running full speed. How, how do you get caught? Most other running backs. I mean, to, the fact that he could get to that place where he's breaking enough tackles so he has that that sort of downfield space. But there were a couple where I'm just like, come on, man, where's the breakaway speed? It's but it's not. It, it was single handed. It was is it was Ibrahim against Iowa was that game? Yeah, if if I, Ibrahim's not in that game, I don't think they go for score a point. By the way, I mean, I you Trey Potts. Oh, I, I, mean, I don't know about that. I was oh maybe a field goal. I don't know. Trey Potts isn't. The is it, defense played pretty well too. So I, I mean, let's yeah. Peters had you know three or four plays that went for some big time yardage, but Iowa couldn't run the ball at all. But they have like sixty yards. They can't run the ball like against anybody ever. But yes, the Gophers have a great defense. That's fine. I you know, Peters missed a throw. Sort yeah, of that, that didn't one, catch it. That one deep pass. If he, he throws that right, that guy's walking in the end zone. Right, and it's seventeen to ten, and, and I'm pretty happy with the defense with Iowa scoring seventeen points on their own, but. It doesn't really matter because this, this game really is about the Gophers squandering the game than it is about anything Iowa did. Yeah, you got I mean, a redshirt freshman quarterback, too. He, he played awful. Uh, I mean, he, he, there were a couple passes he made that were pretty impressive. He only threw it like 12 or 13 times. Or I think he like threw that. it, well, in the end because he had to try to play catch up that last drive. I think he ended up throwing it like 15 times. But he, Oh, sorry. You're fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, the Gophers, once again, just – I was shocked. I mean – Moe Ibrahim had two-thirds of the touches in this game. Like, he had 40 out of the, like, 65 plays that the Gophers ran on offense were directly Moe Ibrahim. Yeah, 39 carries. When was the last time a running back had 39 carries? Well, I, I do I have can't. to ask. I mean, we're talking about a world-class athlete, but what's how many times can a person rush a ball in a college football game? What's the, like, physiological limit for a How many hits play? did he take? I don't know. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot, and he's been doing that. Like he's been breaking thirty. This is his fourth game in a row breaking thirty carries. I mean, he was north of thirty-five. That's, that's old, old school running backs. That's that's how they used to do it back in the day. That's true, but the defenses weren't as athletic and ridiculous. But you know, whatever. Maybe he was good for another ten carries. I don't know. I don't know what the limit is, but it felt if, like we were. If he could have had one more without fumbling the ball, we'd be talking a whole different conversation. Well, he was here. worried PJ Fleck was gonna like 
kick it again on fourth down. So he's trying to extra effort, get that first down on a third and five. Yeah. That, that not going for it. I, when they lined up to kick it, I'm like, God that's the biggest he's, thing. He's it's fourth and one. Iowa it. couldn't stop yeah. Mo Ibrahim. Why wouldn't you go for it? Fourth and one. We've seen the Gophers yeah. go for it in a much dumber situation than I that. In that game they did. Yeah. Earlier in the game they did. And it's like, why, why stop there? Um, one year I would have, I was terrified of the prospect of Mo Ibrahim getting the ball again and just getting another first down. Um, well, I think part of the problem is I guess they used the timeout. There's the, the timeout conundrum because the Gophers didn't have any timeouts at the end of the first half. So even if he gets the first down, the clock's ticking, and I guess they're rushed. I don't know. It did, didn't make sense to me. I, I was relieved. the field goal kicker. Well, I was relieved. Like, Okay, great. I was only giving up a field goal after this. Because I mean, did the math. The Gophers had three drives of 227 yards total. Each of these was 70-plus yards, and they only had three points to show out of those three drives. Yeah. Because the, the – if most if most any game, if you just compiled those situations, Iowa loses that game. I, I bet nine out of ten times. If you sure. put together those, but fluke plays at the end, that tipped pass. Although there were a couple that Kaliak Manis threw that were just inches away from getting tipped, and you know who knows after that. Well, that but, was the thing that was maddening from an Iowa fan's perspective. Is they couldn't get the Gophers in third and long ever because. Like, the best Iowa could ever do against Moe Ibrahim is, and this happened like three times, it hardly happened at all, is even if they got to him like at the line of scrimmage, he would fall forward for three yeah, yards. That's his minimum. greatest talent is he's like, getting positive yards. No yeah, yeah, and so the Gophers were always never worse than like a third and four or five was the absolute like shortest distance until the interception. So they didn't get Kaliak Manis in the obvious passing situations. And once they did, things didn't go well because – that RPO, uh, you know, when you just have to pass, you can't really RPO anymore. Then why run uh, an RPO? Just do a goddamn I-form handoff. I, I fucking hate that the Gophers do this RPO when everybody knows he's pass, He's not passing the ball. He's handing it over. Like, every single time. Why even run this fake RPO bullshit if you're just going to hand it off every time? Well, that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, they punked Iowa once. There are many situations where it caused the delay to let the Iowa D-line close in on them, and you're losing yardage there. If you just run Iowa with Ibrahim full head of steam with a fullback blocking for him, he's getting five yards, six yards every time. And you're not fooling anybody with this pretend fake handoff. They, fool, they fooled Iowa a couple of times. Like yeah. the Calic Manis kept it once, and Iowa totally sold out and crashed down. So yeah, got like one twenty yard run. Yeah, they, at, in the fourth quarter, I think wasn't it? One yeah, of they waited, picked that, a spot. They and, went down, and then he, uh, that was, I think, the interception drive, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but it, but it's weird because the Gophers' one touchdown drive was really balanced. It was five runs, four passes, and so they really moved the ball effectively both ways and got into the end zone, and then that just pretty much stopped completely from that point on. But I I, I got empathy for you. I, you know, I really don't. Yeah, I don't hate the, Minnesota. The, the refs in the medical tent were cheating as well. Do you remember that sequence? That's some bullshit where they made Kelly Manis sit out a play a play after they claimed he was hurt. That was some bullshit. I guess I, I don't think it hurt the Gophers in any meaningful it was way. A but third down. I mean, they had. I think he came back in and converted. Kelly yeah. Manis came in and converted that third down that they had. I think this was literally the Gophers' touchdown drive that this happened. So I, I don't see how you it's can argue that bullshit. this. Have you ever seen that in a play where? I mean, he got rocked, and he sat there. They shouldn't have let him play that. They should have checked him out after that play, but have him run a play, get a first down, and then take him out. 
is a weird sequence. I've never it, seen that, that I mean, that is weird, but is that just P.J. Fleck being neglectful and not actually taking his player out and not caring? Well, and then the other thing that I was thinking about, so, you know, obviously the, there's the drive, go for intercept to score, tip pass, picked off, and there's the out-of-bounds call, right, where – who was it? Campbell? Who's the guy? Yes, yes. Up? He wasn't out of bounds, and it's better for the Gophers. If he had if just that's... scored, it would have been a better situation. Uh, Iowa fans would have been happier, too, if the refs didn't fuck it yeah. up. I mean, I, that was a rough mistake. If you let them play it out, that's the thing. you got to let them play it out. And then if they did step out of bounds, then you can go back and say, oh, we stepped out, so the play's but actually they, dead I don't even, uh, Did they blow the play dead? They uh, allegedly, they that. blew whistles, but nobody on the field heard whistles. Yeah. I didn't hear it watching all the game. All players played as if the play was still alive? Yeah, so I don't know. It, it was all confusing, and the announcing crew really, really sucked. Oh, they They couldn't bad. explain anything. They were like, it, They were confused and saying the wrong thing all the time, saying the players' names wrong, and it was just it was brutal to try to decipher what was happening all the time. No clarity whatsoever from the, that crew. So yeah, it would have been better and more exciting. You could have the Gophers could have had more mode. Even over curious. a minute left, I think. It would have been, it would have been about two minutes, I yeah. think. So they still could have had Mo do some runs. They didn't have, wouldn't have had to pass. They would have had all, like two, at least two timeouts, maybe three. So yeah, it would have been a lot more exciting. And I, I it was an awesome return. It was fun to watch. I would have rather it counted. I mean, he weaved through a bunch of dudes and got into the end zone. It's always very exciting. But I'm just trying to say, Eric, I, I do have empathy. I don't hate Minnesota. You guys, I, you know, I love watch you guys. Save it. I'm giving it to you. Save it. This Moe Rome had one of the best games I've ever seen a running back have. Just absolutely single-handedly destroyed Iowa. It was it was so disheartening because I could not stop though, it. Too like the single greatest game I've ever seen anyone play was Adrian Peterson against the Chargers. I think it was maybe a second okay. year broke the NFL record for rushing yards in a single game. Sure, okay. But he had like 20 carries for, I don't know, it was like 300 yards or something like that. But he had like three or four carries that went for 80 yards. Right. You know, he got a huge chunk of that over and over again. Whereas Ibrahim was like six, seven, eight yards over and over and over again against yeah. this legendary Iowa defense. So it was, it was just a different kind of different. I mean, it was a grind. That game was a short. Was there not a single penalty? Did I have that correct? No, nope, no penalties a single at penalty. all. First time since I think 1986. That there's been a college football game without there, one penalty. I know there was at least one uh, pass interference in the end zone that wasn't called. Um, so, I mean, maybe the refs just didn't want to call penalties. I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe it was too cold, and they just wanted to, like, they wanted to just get wait, out of there. We want to get yeah. out of here as quickly as possible. If they got, if they got to take their hands out of their pockets to throw the flag, that's too much right. for them. But I, don't, I know you don't want my empathy, but you got it, regardless of whether you want it. I mean, this this should have been an epic. To like, this lose is to lose to Brian Ferentz on the other other sideline with his little stupid chiclet teeth and it's his little face that he makes over and over again like he's trying to take a shit. It's just it's so infuriating that we're here that, for the Brian Ferentz hate. Give that us that more. Guy beats yeah, you lost to that team. guy. I know. And Spencer Peters with the dumb look on his face that can't complete. He actually a, had a good game. I mean, for, that's as good as Spencer Peters is going to do. That that's a peak game for him. Yeah, I don't sure. know what you want. Yes, that's he had two hundred twenty yards. Game. Maybe his best 220 yards, 66% or whatever his passes were completed. Some good third down passes. Yeah, I mean, it was probably was his the, best game. The passing but. game worked. The Gophers didn't really shut it down, and they did that even with losing Laporta early on. I, You know, I, and sadly, it's probably Brian's best called game of the year. But, uh, you know, it, use that to, to hate him. That's, that's totally fine. 
Where they scored 13 points. They scored one touchdown. Correct. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm, what, do you, what do you want? Like, I, I'm away from destroyed Iowa, but he only scored one touchdown. He also fumbled it. I don't know. That drive where he fumbled it, he had 14 carries. Like, I kept watching, like, they have to take him out for, like, a couple of snaps. And it never happened. No. Like, Even he's when he break a long run, he wouldn't – usually they drop he's him seen, off for a play. He comes right back into the, to the huddle, and he's the next play right I'm just back. like – and he's right – like, come on, give us a break. I want to see Trey Potts. Come on, please. He's got to get to the NFL, by the way, because this is brutal. Like, this is – you want to know why college athletes need to get paid? Yeah. This is why. Mo Ibrahim is absolutely – PJ Fleck needs to write give a portion of his gophers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He needs to give a, a portion of his salary to Mo Ibrahim. I mean, this guy is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And he's getting used up horribly. Get him into the NFL, get him an actual contract. Well, and he won't. I mean, he might be like a late round draft pick and he'll play a couple of seasons and then putter out because too many injuries. That's that's the story of a guy like which is sad. It really is sad that he gave his body for this college you know team for no pay really i mean he got some gusher money maybe but yeah. other than that nothing and that's only real i mean that's been the last right. two or three years like yeah, think of that, dozens or hundreds of other guys that have been in that same position before yeah and it's like man because it was it was just unreal i mean they didn't want to take him out there like i mean the, the offense needed him to be as great as he was and yeah, I don't know. By the end, he just yeah, just that one fumble I mean, it was brutal. I you know, it's it, this was such a horrific Minnesota way to lose because this should have been the this was, should be his last home game, you know, in Minneapolis, right? Going but to this, Madison. This is the home. This is the way Gophers, why way Minnesota fans lose. This is how our teams lose. This is it? You see it. And this is it all the time, every time. We've got to be the most tortured sports region in the country. I'm sorry, and I know you you just had to watch that Vikings game too. I'm oh. sorry. Yeah, I mean, that was equally as painful. At least you know you're losing early on, and you can just tune out and be like, all right, click, I'm done. When you're down 30 to 3 or whatever it was at the half. Why bring that up? Why why bring that up here? What are you doing? I feel bad. You're bummed out. What are you doing to me? Why bring that up? I'm not doing anything to you. I didn't make you You be a Minnesota sports fan. You didn't have to bring up the Vikings. I'm just diagnosing you're just sad about your your Minnesota sports team that bums me out. I want. I got so I got to be in Minnesota during the Minneapolis miracle, and that was one of the coolest times ever to be around the city. Everybody was talking about yeah. the, the that crazy catch against New Orleans yeah, okay. that happens. Yeah, it was fun. I okay. want the people of Minnesota to be happy. I want it, it was right. awesome to let's, be there. Let's let's move That's on. That's the happiest. Okay, let's move okay. on. Uh, okay. So you still need some things to happen to be the Big Ten West champion. Well, right? one thing, just Iowa needs to beat Nebraska. That's it. Right. Okay. So Purdue winning doesn't matter at all. It, yeah. I mean, if Iowa loses to Nebraska, then they need both Purdue and Illinois to lose, okay. um, which isn't happening. So really, realistically, Iowa has to beat Nebraska on Friday, and then it's done. It doesn't matter. Iowa's going back to Indy at eight and four to play Michigan or Ohio State. Probably Ohio State. Yes, to get clobbered a second time by the same team. Yes. Mich- Michigan almost lost. That was a Close game. Oh, very, very close. Yeah. And uh, J.J. McCarthy's not particularly good. I saw that. And I'm like, ah, if I could get a rematch against Michigan, they'd have like a one in a thousand chance of winning as opposed to like a 
one in a hundred thousand chance of beating Ohio State. But they could yeah, get to Michigan. It broke it, everything broke Iowa. Every single thing needed to happen for the last what three, four weeks. Illinois lost three straight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Insane. You lucky sons of bitches. Don't you don't deserve it. I just hope you know that. You don't you do not deserve this. It was so so salty. Um, you don't. Deserve has nothing to do with it. It's deserve have to do with anything. Does Ohio State deserve to be really good? Is it they earned it by being the most charitable institution in the world? So they, you you wrote your aftermath article for the website for Go Iowa Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's correct. I did do that. Yes. And there were some uh, one of the responses I read. Somebody said something like, "I'd love to see someone go back and like." lists out all of the sort of stats or circumstances that this team has been in and, and see any, what is any other team? Like what are the odds of any other team having the same record? We, we covered this the last time. I mean, Iowa is the only team that's won a game with less than three yards of play. And they've done it twice. Uh, I, pro, I, I don't know what they average against Minnesota. Maybe it was more than three yards of play. I don't know, but I was the only team that's done that and they've done it twice. It's insane. It doesn't make sense. It's that's what I mean. You don't deserve it. That's what I mean. That's my point. Well, that's fine. That's, I, that is sheer luck that that this the, it has bounced your way. Sheer luck. You don't. Deserve I, I don't it. like this way of doing things either, Eric. I, I would like Brian Ferentz fired, and, and I would like a real guilty. Is all I'm saying. I don't. I don't feel guilty. It's sports. It's just sports, buddy. It's not real life. We're talking sports, so I don't. You should feel guilty about how stupid your team is. I, I don't feel guilty. It's not like anybody else is that great in the Big Ten West. Whatever. So uh, Nebraska should be an easy win, right? Do you have any trepidation about that? You're at home. No, I think it's going to be kind of close, but no. I mean, Nebraska has got a much shittier defense than Minnesota. Um, So Iowa should be able to move the ball. And I don't even know if Casey Thompson's starting for them again. I don't know how healthy he is. Ten and a half point favorites. Yeah. Your Hawkeyes. It's a big home finale. Everybody knows the stakes. You win and you're going to Indy again. You lose, and it's just going to be a, a crummy seven and five season where you go to Detroit or wherever. You know, stakes are high. So no, I'm not particularly worried about it. It would be one of the worst losses in the parents' era if they lost this game to this Nebraska team. No, I'm not particularly okay. worried about it. Are you worried about it? Do you, I mean, should no, I be worried about it? No, I mean, Iowa should win this game with, in the same stupid way they've won every other game with a defensive score and maybe three field goals or something, maybe a, a touchdown. I don't know. It looks like Laporta's not playing. Does that make a difference? He was pretty much the entire offense for Iowa. He was huge. the Gophers. Yeah, so Nebraska's lost, what, five games in a row? Um. And they've only beaten bad. I mean, they they beat yeah. Rutgers and Indiana, and then some other non-conference yeah, team. Garbage. It shouldn't. I mean, it shouldn't really be a contest. I don't know. Yeah, it shouldn't. Nebraska tends to play things close, but no, I'm not. I'm All not right. super worried about it. Uh, we made a bet. We made a bet last week. Uh, I I bet that if the Gophers win, you would have to do a PJ Fleck impression. Uh, you bet. That if the Gophers lost, if I won, I'd have to read a monologue that you wrote. You sent me this monologue. I have to read it. I haven't read it yet, so can I get this over with? Is that sure? Okay? Let's get it done. Sure. Right. So let me just reiterate. I don't know what Ben said. If I say something offensive, these are Ben's words. All right, I am reading what he wrote. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen, people, humans, 
This is Ben's monologue for the gopher loss. <clears throat> After the gophers' latest choke job against Iowa, I have been doing a lot of soul-searching, trying to figure out how the preeminent college football program in a state with nearly 6 million people bungles game after game, season after season, year after year. Last Saturday should have been the Mohamed Ibrahim game, Bo's home finale in which he single-handedly steamrolled the greatest defense in college football, reclaimed Floyd, and kept Minnesota's Big Ten West titles hopes alive. Instead, the Gophers embarrassed themselves in epic fashion, wasting one of the greatest games by a Gopher running back ever, keeping Floyd in Iowa City for the eighth straight year, and basically guaranteeing that a team we hate returns to the Big Ten title game for the second straight year. This is sickening stuff. I see no lies yet. Uh, all right, this is paragraph number two, by the way. There's nothing more important to me in the entire world than my golden gophers. Not one thing in life. <laughs> this can't keep happening. Something has to change. Enough is enough. For the gophers to turn the corner, it's time for an upgrade. PJ, PJ needs to row his boat down to down the mighty Mississippi and out of our great state. I appreciate what he has done, but he just plum isn't good enough to be our coach. It's time for the Gophers to hand over the head coaching uh, to the single greatest offensive mind in football at any level, Brian Ferentz. I know what you're thinking. How can little old Minnesota land the hottest coaching candidate in the country? Well, I've got it all figured out. We offered him $500 million a year, which sounds like a lot, but just implement a new 80% income tax. This sounds like a bargain, but when he wins the Big Ten championship in his first year, the head coach and a national championship in his second year, it will be worth it. A big move is needed, and this is it. Uh, okay, well, that's over with, everybody. Thanks for listening to me read that nonsense. Um, Brian Ferentz should not be the head coach of the Gophers. Uh, he should not have any job anywhere. Um. Okay. Well, we got that over with. There, Thank you for a, reading that, Eric. Yeah. You're you're a champ. I understand that you're down right now. Thank you for reading that. It sure. made me happy, even if it made you sad. I apologize. I tried to not be too mean, but well, you know, speaking of Nebraska, I also we had a, a survivor pool that we were participating in. I assume we're still we got one more week to go. Or we, yes, it's a bit brutal. Playing? Yes. It's brutal, but yes, we got one more uh, week. But I lost in my in my Big Ten survival survivor pool for the first time this year when I picked Nebraska to beat Wisconsin. Sure. And they didn't. So because of that, I have to sing the Nebraska fight song. Mm -hmm. Should I get that over with right now as well? Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Without further ado, here is the Nebraska Cornhusker fight song. Hail to the team, the stadium ring as everyone say. It's already true. Wow, we're here for victory. Echo our loyalty. So our mighty men, men and free. Huh. We are the lander on every hand. Are you looking for victory? Hail to the men of Nebraska, you. The place Nebraska, you. All right, I did it. That's All right. I, I, I want to tell you a good job, but having to hear those foul words come out of your mouth well, wasn't my favorite thing ever. There's cream, there's mighty men, and and every hand all in the span of just like three lines in that song. I, I, 
I question that. I don't know. Maybe that's just cream man hands. Cream man hands. What this? What kind of lyrics are these? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, figure out who wrote it and you write him a strongly worded letter that you don't approve of his lyrics. I don't. I think it's it's offensive. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I'm sorry. It was just a bad weekend. I saw you in Wisconsin. Eked out a win over over Nebraska, barely. It was a very gross game. I watched a good chunk of it. I mean, neither one is a particularly good team. So, uh, next week, well, coming up here, the big finale for the Gophers taking on the Wisconsin Badgers. Are you feeling confident? Or where are you at? Um, yeah, I mean, normally this would be like, all right, this is the thing that matters now. Let's, let's keep the axe. It's so deflating. There was some report that after the game, the entire team was just sobbing, like the whole staff. And can a team recover from something like that and how they lost? I mean, it's in Madison. Wisconsin's looked better the last couple weeks. Oh, boy. It it was a a three-and-a-half-point game. I mean, I, I I would pick the Badgers if I was a betting man. Okay. I'm not super confident the Gophers can recover after that pretty disastrous loss. Well, I hope for your sake they come out and they clobber the Badgers and give you just a little bit of good vibes heading into bowl season. I know you don't care about bowls, but I hope you get the least lingering a win over your Badger over against the the hated Badgers and keep the axe for. Two years in a row for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I mean that would be ideal to kind of get those wins in when you can and show that you're the better program. Maybe for recruiting that helps. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I just meant emotionally. I mean, just for a lift for the fine people of Minnesota. Sure. Um, you know, something positive happened. I mean, the Packers still stink. That's good. You know, the Packers are still terrible. So. You gotta look on the bright side of life. Yeah. Um, well, okay. I think, so I think I'll pick Maryland. I don't know if I picked Maryland. I yet. don't think so. That's the best choice because I, yeah. I have nothing but crappy options. I hate every single option I have. I mean, I can't pick Wisconsin, can't pick Minnesota, can't pick Ohio State, can't pick Michigan. I've picked Maryland. I picked Purdue. Uh, I picked Penn State. So I'm just trying to find the least bad option here. And I'm not sure what to. Well, I guess the least bad option to me is Indiana. They are still 10-point underdogs, but 10.5-point underdogs, but at least they're playing at home and it's a rivalry game. Maybe something weird happens. I don't know. It seems to be the least bad option of the options I have available. They all kind of stink. This Northwestern team is terrible, too. So I'm going with Indiana. I guess the only other choice I would have had is Northwestern. But Indiana, I'm hoping they can pull off a big upset or I'm going to be singing the Hoosier fight song next week. So... That's it for me. I mean, we got to sort out the, the crazy Big Ten West. Can we can we do that? Uh, we, yeah, yeah, I guess we have to. Um, we are number, really one's, number one's got to be Iowa, right? Oh, I, I was going to do Illinois because they gave Michigan all they could get. Um, and I Illinois was going to roll their way to the championship of the, of the conference. How can well, they not you were just there? talking about how lucky it is, how it's dumb luck, how they keep winning these stupid games stupidly. Not because they're playing better, because and other Iowa people... beat Illinois. I mean, how could you... it's that's crazy talk? Illinois beat Iowa. Where you got that mixed up? Illinois beat Iowa. Sure. That's 
that's why I give Illinois the heads up. Like they had the same record. Illinois beat Iowa, and Illinois has played consistently better um, overall. I would say not by a ton, but they they were played in Ann Arbor and they came very close to a massive upset of Minnesota or Michigan. I mean, so I, I still think it's Illinois. Yeah, I mean, what I meant to say is Illinois. Uh, Iowa almost beat Illinois. Got like, it. It was it was a very close game. They probably should have won that game if it, you know a couple things bounced here or there. So they are. They, I mean, you cannot put them in number one. I, I think well, that's crazy. How do you put Iowa at number one? Iowa. I mean, you're they're the champions of-, of the league. They're going to win the conference. They're number one. Okay. I respectfully disagree. Well, I respectfully disagree. Um, I I think your your, your first claims were right about Iowa being lucky. By them not deserving to win some of these games, I think that's closer to the truth than they're actually better. Um, like I, I don't actually think Iowa is a better team than Minnesota. Um, they just fluked into a, a win based on one fumble, a missed field goal, and then they actually finally forced the quarterback to have to pass on third and long. And he so tested I right. Go, I would go Iowa, Illinois, Purdue, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Northwestern. That's I would just I would yeah we're we're the same except for I would, I'm flipping Iowa and Illinois that's all okay. Illinois one Iowa two um, then Purdue then Minnesota then Wisconsin then uh, Nebraska and then Northwestern so very similar we just disagree on Illinois Iowa debate and yes it's very close all the teams in the Big Ten West are deeply flawed to put it politely there's a lot of there's a lot of junk it's the worst division in college football an eight and four team shouldn't really be able to make the title game, but that's how it went. Most likely. Otherwise, I guess it could still be nine and three Purdue and Illinois could still go. Although Illinois would be eight and four as well. Or there's no, they'd all, and it's going to be an eight and four team. Even if Iowa loses either Purdue or Illinois. Right. Um, or I guess it's actually possible. A seven and five team could go. If Iowa, Purdue and Illinois all lost, Iowa would go at seven and five. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, they could lose this weekend and still be, the Big Ten West champions. Yeah, it'd be massive upsets for Purdue and Illinois to both lose, but yes, that's technically mathematically possible. Disgusting. Yeah. Just gross. So the Gophers could could be 8-4, and four, have, have the best overall record of any team in the Big Ten West, and still not be the Big Ten West champions. If, well, if, they'd if have the same saying. record. They could be 8-4 and four along with... Well, I guess, they, yes, they could be... If if all three of those teams lose, if Iowa, and the Purdue, Gophers and Illinois win. are, are seven and five. The Gophers win; they're eight and four. They would have a better mm-hmm. overall record, but not be the champions. You're right. No, you're right. In that scenario, where all three of those teams lose, yeah, that's technically possible. Sure. Because they'd all have four losses. Actually, Illinois would have five losses in the conference, and uh, okay. the Gophers would still have four because they'd lose the tiebreaker to Iowa and Purdue. Right. Crazy town. Yeah. It's uh what a time. I, I get when people say time to time to ditch the, the divisions because ooh. This is pretty nasty. I mean, and even if it wasn't Iowa, whoever was going to the championship game would get clobbered. I mean, nobody would expect any of the teams in the Big Ten West to be able to give I mean much of a game. just gotta add USC and UCLA to the West. Okay. And then find a way to make it even in the East. 
Well, the East is competitive. There's no. I mean, just just so the total number of teams is the same. No, sure. Because then, oh. I mean, USC would win the West every year, right? Or UCLA, one of the two of them. They're they'd be hmm. they're better programs than any of those other teams. We'll see. I don't and know. Then I would... USC, Michigan, or USC, Ohio State, Big Ten championship would be pretty. I would beat USC like three years ago. So I, yeah, you know, USC's whatever. a better program now than they were three years ago. Okay. But that always fluctuates. Anyway, whatever. I, I, I'll i be interested. You could be right. I, I think it's probably they're probably less dominant of the West than you'd think they would be. USC but, is ranked sixth in the country right now in the college football rankings. Sure. I'm just saying, like, and because they, they just beat UCLA, right, last weekend. Didn't they win that game? Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't pay that much no, attention, UC, but was USC this good last year? Sure. No, they they got a new coach like two years ago, and he's okay. Pretty much turned the program around. All right, fair enough. Okay, it is decided. Okay, so you're saying all right, do a swap. That would be my recommendation. I don't know, rather than reshuffle everything, just add those two teams. All right. Then the team, the number of teams is obviously offset, like I was saying. Well, yeah, you'd have to you'd have to move a team from the west to the east. Seven and one and nine and the other that. Yeah, you'd have to move a yeah. team from the west to the east, and then you could do that. Give them Purdue or something. Purdue sure, or well, that's fine with me. Indiana's in the east, so they'd have a, a, right. at least one rivalry there. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And we've talked about pods before, or you just make it one big division, and then the top two teams play in the championship, and you don't have like the, the division split. A lot of ways of doing it, but either way, the Big Ten West has got w- one more year. And something's going to be different, even if it's just adding a team from out west. We'll see. But all right, heart goes out to Gopher fans. I, I, you know, I know it's tough. I know you hate us Hawkeyes. Who hates Iowa? I get it. I understand. It's been eight years. Hey, shouts to all the people that were out there at that game. How cold that was. That must have been awful. So yeah, all the fans out there, either side. I mean, I. It, it did not seem from just the TV that there was like half Iowa fans like there used to be at like the Dome or whatever. No, I so, think good show Huntington Eagle Bank has changed things. So I, it's not the Metrodome anymore. I mean, not, now that it's more accessible, I think. Or Kinnick get, North, as you jokers like to call it. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I, I just want to say, hey, Sky Yuma, beat the Badgers. Chin up. Better days ahead. Thanks for listening.